Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. We'll be speaking with a very special person from the VA, uh, Santonio Sanders, a U.S. Navy veteran and Jesse Brown VA group practice manager. Today he is going to be talking to us about uh, the vaccine and with the recently passed Save Life Act, all veterans and their spouses and caregivers and widows of veterans can now get the COVID-19 vaccine at the VA medical centers. So uh, lead us into this, uh, uh, Santonio. I'm really uh, pleased to have you on to talk about this topic uh, because it really means a lot to our veterans and their families. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here with you all to talk about Mm -hmm. what Jesse Brown VA is doing to make sure that we vaccinate our veterans and keep our communities a step closer to being safer as we reopen as a nation. So um, thank you for having me again. Um, So, yes, I'm the group practice manager for the Jesse Brown VA And we are charged right now with um, kind of closing the gaps and making sure that we're reaching every single veteran and um, providing the opportunity and and informing them of the opportunity to be vaccinated within the Jesse Brown VA Medical Center. So as you spoke to recently, um, Congress has enacted the Save Lives Act, um, which has enabled us to reach not only all veterans um, who were previously eligible for VA health care, but now veterans who were not previously eligible for health care, their, their spouses, their widows, and their caregivers. So I'm very excited to have the opportunity to reach out and touch a lot more bodies than we would. I believe the number was um, 51 million more, more people nationwide that we can vaccinate within our health care system. Wow, that's a huge number. And, you know, tell me a little bit more about, um, you know, what is this? I mean, so if I am a veteran, and I usually get my routine care at the VA. What happens if I don't really get my routine care at the VA? Is, does this apply to me as well? Absolutely, and that's, that's one of the best parts about this. So uh, previously, like I said, you were only eligible to receive the vaccination at the VA if you were enrolled in VA health care, meaning you were eligible via one of the eligibility criteria. Um, since the pandemic has started, and, re- and more recently, we have expanded eligibility to those who may have not been eligible for VA health care due to financial income limits or um, due to their discharge. So now if you were honorably discharged, dishonorably discharged, discharged other than honorable, administratively discharged, whatever, however you were discharged, you are eligible to receive a vaccine. Um, and again, if you were uh, ineligible for VA health care prior due to income restrictions, you are not eligible to receive the vaccine as well, as wow. well as your, wow. your, your spouse, your, absolutely, as well as your caregivers and your spouses widowed or living. Okay, so you know, so now we have a, a, a issue about well, you know, so I, you know, I'm thinking about getting the vaccine, and I may need some more information on it. But you know, how do I register? How do I schedule an appointment? You know, to get vaccinated. So great, great, uh, great question. So um, Jesse Brown has instituted a lot of various opportunities for you to either reach out and let us know that you're interested in the vaccine, or for us to reach out to you. So uh, we obviously know who our veterans are that are enrolled in it in healthcare with the VA system, we've been reaching out to you. And if you somehow not received one of our contact attempts, please reach us at 
1-800-569-5801. You can call us at that number Monday through Friday between 8.30 and 3.30, or excuse me, 8 and 3.30. And one of us will pick up the phone and um, you can inquire about your eligibility. You can inquire about receiving an appointment. We also have a other, another avenue where you can go to the va.gov. That's va.gov. Um, right on the homepage, they have a link for you to sign up um, and, and, and let us know that you are you're interested in receiving the vaccination. We'll get that information from you, and we'll either reach out to you very soon, or again, you can call us at 312-569-5801, Monday through Friday, between the hours of 08 and 3.30. If you're already enrolled in healthcare with the VA, you can also contact your primary care health team, and they'll get you scheduled in for the vaccine as well. Again, if you're a, if you're a caregiver not previously enrolled in one of our caregiver programs, mm-hmm. if you're a spouse or a widowed um, a spouse or a widow spouse of a veteran, you can also access the VA.gov website, what's known as the Keep Me Informed tool. Let us know that you're interested in the, in the vaccine, and we will definitely be reaching out to you very shortly. Okay, so, you know, if I'm a caregiver for a veteran or a spouse, do I need to have any kind of uh, information, like or identification, or how, how do I, you know, substantiate that I'm a, you know, a spouse or a uh, caregiver for a veteran? At this time, we are not asking for any substantial information. If you are, if you say that you are linked to a veteran via spouse or caregiver, please access their website and we will vaccinate you. Okay, great. So what, what about walk-ups? Can I just walk in and, and get vaccinated? Um, we are encouraging everyone to make a scheduled appointment based on vaccine availability. So we right, don't right. want to widely pronounce or promote uh, walk-ins. There are times when we will, and we will do our best to inform our, our community when those walk-in times are available. But you, to make sure, you're, uh, uh, make sure you get a slot and make sure you reserve a vaccine, we prefer that you schedule an appointment by either, again, calling that number that I recently provided or um, accessing the VA, uh, VA.gov website. You know, are, are, what type of vaccine will they receive? You know, because we have a Moderna out there and Pfizer and then Johnson & Johnson. And, you know, so is there like a certain vaccine that's given by the VA or do they, you know, use multiple ones? No, so G, uh, the VA Nationwide and Jesse Brown specifically is offering the Moderna vaccine, the Janssen & Johnson, or excuse me, the Johnson & Johnson Janssen vaccine and the Pfizer vaccine. Um, can't guarantee which one you will receive when you sign up. Okay. Just know that all of them are safe, all of them are effective, and all of them um, are being offered at Jesse Brown or one of our four outliers communities. So I do want to make that um, make that clear to you all. If you are not able to get to Jesse Brown or one of our four area um, locations, so we have a location in Chicago Heights, um, Lakeside downtown, and the Auburn Gresham neighborhood of South Chicago, as well as in Crown Point, Indiana. So if you're if you're in close proximity to one of those locations, you can visit one of our locations and register for the vaccine in person, and you may have an opportunity to receive a vaccine at one of those sites. And I'm also happy to announce that um, we will be. If you can't get to us, we will soon be coming to your door, to your communities to vaccinate you. So soon you'll hear from Jesse Brown on some of our community events. We're happy to partner with the uh, Cook County Health Department as well as other various veteran uh, partnership organizations, where we're looking for opportunities to come into the neighbor into the communities, come into your neighborhoods, and and vaccinate you um, in locations that you're familiar with. Okay, yeah, because because uh, we do have a lot of VFW posts, uh, you know, uh, American Legion's posts, those kinds of things out there too. Right? Absolutely, yeah. So there are various organizations that we're partnering with, and you'll find out who those are soon um, as we promote those, and hopefully we'll come back and speak with you here on WVON and promote those uh, those initiatives as well. Well, I'm, I'm really that uh, you, you definitely have a space to come back and talk <laughs> because uh, this is such an important issue and. You know, it can save lives. Uh, you know, I, I do a lot of Zoom talks right now 
uh, with the state and then uh, with uh, my employer. And uh, a lot of the Zoom talks, I talk about, you know, the COVID-19. And, you know, one of the things I, I brought into reality's doorstep was uh, if you look at the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccine, they're about 95% effective. So what I did, I, you know, I asked myself a question. Uh, you know, back on uh, February 28th, they had the uh, Washington Memorial and uh, you had the reflection pool and uh, in Washington Monument and you had the, you know, uh, luminary bags lit. And, you know, uh, President uh, Biden was there and uh, Vice President uh, Kamala Harris. And, and I, I, you know, I was looking at it and I said, wait, what, what would have happened if we had this vaccine back in December of 2019? And I calculate this yeah. thing out and. What I calculated out was that you would have had um, about 497,600 people whose lives would have been automatically saved, never got sick. And the rest of the 51,000 that did get sick, they would have actually uh, had a milder course and not be hospitalized or face death. So we would have saved over uh, 502,000 American lives, over half a million. None of those people would have died if we have had the vaccine and were able to distribute it when the, uh, when the virus first came out. So what we going forward, we can't afford to lose another half a million people. So we can't afford to lose a, another person, another person. So that's good. right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I encourage everyone, every veteran in earshot of this message, despite your discharge, despite your previous eligibility criteria, it's important that you understand that you are not only protecting yourself, you're protecting those around you. And we have opportunities to protect those around you as well. So um, another point that I would like to make is, you know, as we're opening up and as the warmer, the weather is getting warmer, yeah. you know, you see that younger folks are going out and they're, they're going about the day as if COVID does not exist. And COVID is still a very real threat. Yeah. And I just want to encourage everyone, as you're making your travel plans, please understand that you're not considered fully immune to the to the COVID-19 virus until about two weeks after your last dose of the Moderna or, or Pfizer vaccines, or at least two weeks after your first dose of the Johnson Johnson Janssen vaccine. So please be mindful of that. You cannot receive your, your second dose today and be considered fully immune um, and start your travels. So just please plan for that as you're going about your days and, and planning your trips. It is important that we continue to protect one another. If you receive your vaccine, please wear your, continue to wear your mask. Um, and, and do your part into reaching um, herd immunity. That's right. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, and the public health measures are still extremely important. So, you know, I got vaccinated with the Moderna, and, uh, I, you know, I, I uh, actually about four weeks ago was my second dose. And I was telling people when I had my first dose, you know, I had a little bit of soreness in my left arm. And then after the second dose, you know, I had, uh, had pain in my right arm. It was pretty bad. And I said, that's because I was running for a Zoom meeting and hit my right mm-hmm. shoulder on the door. I still had the shot on the left, <laughs> but my right shoulder was hurting a heck of a lot more than my left one. And uh, so, you know, uh, I didn't really have any you know, untoward consequences. I know some people who felt a little bit sick for the first 24, 48 hours. But that is a lot better, you know, having a slight fever, some soreness, some headaches, uh, than being put on a ventilator for six weeks and maybe not coming off. So um, the the trade-off, and, you know, when I was in the military, we, you know, going over to as a combat veteran, so when we were going over to um, Iraq, you know, we had, um, uh, you know, Operation Iraqi Freedom, we, we had uh, this whole thing with uh, getting vaccinated. So they put three shots in one arm, two in the other, 
give you a card and say, lose that card, and you'll get vaccinated again <laughs> when you get overseas. <laughs> so everyone was holding on to that card with both hands and both feet, <laughs> you know, making sure they kept it. And so, you know, and, you know, we survived that. We survived all kinds of things uh, that, that they gave us in the military and uh, did well with it. And it probably protected us to a great deal when we were overseas from getting some serious illnesses. Um, you know, my, personally, I've walked through a polio ward in Uganda, and uh, I, I do not want to see polio here. So, you know, even getting to childhood immunizations are so important. But this is something that we know is effective and uh, safe, and we have got to make sure that we, um, you know, ask your providers, learn something if you have to, go to the VA. I guess the website has some information in the CDC. But learn about this and make sure you protect yourselves. I think that's the message, right, uh, Antonio? That, that is absolutely the message. There's a slew of information out there available, again, via the cdc.gov website as well as the va.gov website and our local Jesse Brown VA Medical Center website. Please use all of these resources to educate yourself about the vaccine. I understand there's a great deal of hesitancy about the vaccine and how quickly it was pushed through, but understand there are millions upon millions of people who have received this vaccine, and there are millions upon millions of people who have not. And which side would you rather be on? Um, you know, working in this hospital system since the pandemic has begun, it's, it's been a tragedy. And, and I just really want to encourage people to, you know, to take advantage of the opportunity to become vaccinated. As you think, there may be some some brief side effects of tenderness, or you may have chills or fever. But again, would you rather have that for a day or two, or would you rather be admitted to the hospital and undergo all of the, the different complications that um, COVID-19 may present? Yeah, so, so you know, uh, the, the number you quote is 312-569-5801. And if I call that number, what do I, what can I expect? You know, someone will come on the phone and uh, what will kind of walk me through that process. Sure. So if you're already a veteran, so... If you're, if you're already enrolled in our healthcare system, you can go ahead and call that number. You should be able to get an appointment right then and there, no problem whatsoever. Just call and let them know. This, this line is strictly for the COVID-19 vaccine. So call them up. Say, hey, I'm, I'm veteran such and such, or I'm caregiver such and such, or I'm spouse of, of such and such, and I would like to receive my vaccine. And we'll get you, if you're already enrolled in our system, we will get you started right then and there. If you've never received VA healthcare before, or you, there's, or you don't believe that you're enrolled in our system, that's okay. Please visit the VA.gov website access to keep the informed tool where you sign up about the vaccine. That information is transmitted to us almost immediately, and we will, be, we will reach out to you if you don't reach out to us. But if you're already enrolled in our system, please call that number. You'll get scheduled an appointment right then and there. We do most times have same day, same day uh, availability, so if you'd like to come in same day, just let us know that, and we'll get you squeezed in. Yeah, you know, because one, one of the things I do is some teaching, too, and one of the things I always tell, you know, the uh, students that I teach, you know, the graduate students, I always say, you know, uh, science never asks uh, you to believe in it, but it's incredibly unforgiving if you do not. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. we know the science behind this, and we know what happens if you get COVID-19 and what the risks are that you're taking. And uh, with taking those risks, it's just like walking to the edge of a cliff, right? And on your way down, gravity never asks you, do you believe in me? <laughs> it's taking right. you to the bottom, right? <laughs> so, so we really have to <laughs> – oh, go ahead. No, no, I was agreeing. The evidence is there. Whether you uh, you can appreciate science in its totality or not, the evidence is there. Um, you know, it, this is a much safer option for us. The, the COVID vaccine, the COVID-3, the, the three vaccines that are currently available to us are all considered and deemed safe and appropriate and effective. Um, there is no reason you should you should doubt 
Um, the safety of these things, um, again, it's been tested upon millions and upon millions of Americans and millions of, upon millions worldwide. Um, and again, it's a, gr- a far greater outcome than not. Yeah, you know, and it's part of our readiness, too, because many, you know, uh, veterans have a, a different breed, right? You know, <laughs> you know, we, we uh, <laughs> volunteer to go to war for less than minimum wage sometimes <laughs> as far as the hours go. And, uh, you know, I uh, so a lot of our veterans also are police officers. Uh, some, you know, some of them are serving as firemen. Uh, they're serving in uh, as paramedics, you know, and e- EMTs in many different capacities within the healthcare system. So uh, we need to be in a state of readiness, right? Because, Absolutely. Um, you know, you know, we, you didn't get, you know, just get vaccinated when you went overseas. You got vaccinated on a schedule uh, to make sure that you were uh, covered and you had proof of vaccinations, you know, uh, in case you needed to go overseas that you were ready. Because as you were mentioning, it can take 10 to 14 days after getting that vaccination um, uh, and, uh, you know, to become, Im- you know, immunized or to develop the immunity you need. And after the first dose, you know, what I've been hearing uh, is that people uh, sort of let their guard down, as you were mentioning, and mm-hmm. they actually get COVID-19 before they get the second dose. So, yeah. y- you know, and you don't get it from the vaccination. That's not how you get it. Uh, that, that's, right. It's not, it can't be transmitted to you through a vaccination. Um, so, you know, I think a word to the wise, use those public health measures you were mentioning, washing your hands at least 20 seconds, soap and water, uh, use the hand sanitizers if you don't have water and soap, and then also making sure you have that physical distance, six to eight feet, uh, and then um, keep it, keep that mask on. It's, uh, it's our body armor against this thing. It is the most effective defense we have right now against the COVID-19 vaccine. You know, I've, I've traveled myself quite a bit since the pandemic. Um, I have worked in a hospital, obviously, since the pandemic began, and I've been fortunate, not, fortunate enough not to catch the virus because I have taken the appropriate um, safety precautions and donning my mask at all times, washing my hands as frequently as possible, um, and, and, and physically distancing um, as appropriate. So please, I encourage you all to, even if you receive the first dose, please do not let your guard down. Um, you know, the temporary mm-hmm. complications that you may endure, again, far outweigh um, the, net, the the cons of, of contracting the COVID-19 yes. um, uh, virus. Um, please wait until you're fully vaccinated. Um, that is, you receive your second dose of the Pfizer or Moderna vaccination or okay. the um, first and sole dose of the Johnson & Johnson Janssen vaccination. And then try your best to wait two weeks before making any major travel plans. Great, great. Thank you, Santonio. Uh, Santonio Sanders, U.S. Navy veteran and VBA, uh, Jesse Brown, VA, um, a group practice manager, uh, and our partner, Jesse Brown, uh, VA Works. We are so glad to have you on board. We are looking to have you back again. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.